is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, what are ye bringing us today for the old journal? Well, ye is bringing an update on the Alec Baldwin situation on the set of Rust. Alec Baldwin has now officially been charged with the crime of fatally shooting cinematographer Helena Hutchins on the set of the movie Rust. The DA listed that he is basically being charged with involuntary manslaughter. Jeez. This is getting very, very dicey now. And in, in addition to... Uh, Alec being charged. You remember how there was the um, Hannah Gutierrez Reed? She was the head armorer. Yes, the other yes. Being she charged. was the other person mm-hmm. being charged with involuntary manslaughter. They are both facing up to five years in prison if convicted. Now, there's a slew of reasons as to why they he, they are being charged, but the biggest reason that I want to bring to the point and that you have talked about from day one is the interview that Alec Baldwin did. With George Stephanopoulos mm-hmm. and the prosecutors saying that they took a lot of information from that interview to piece this thing together. Now, in addition to that, the DA saying is Baldwin was supposed to undergo firearms training but failed to do so. Alec Baldwin was supposed to get a minimal training of thirty for thirty minutes, but was on his cell phone for most of that and speaking with his family. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, that they also honed in on TV interviews, like I said, and the district attorney goes on to say that the producer of the movie. Uh, as the producer of the movie, Baldwin should have never allowed the production company to hire Hannah Gutierrez-Reed as she lacked the require the requisite cert- certifications and experience for the job. Okay. There, there should have been two armors. She should have been the junior armor yes. because of all the weaponry. And then the other thing was he did not just George's interview, but he did another interview where like, he interviewed himself or talked with somebody else where Podcast, he yeah. kept claiming he never... Pulled the trigger. Pulled the trigger. He didn't have it anywhere near. And then the FBI and the prosecutor, they have multiple photos and videos of him with his finger on the trigger. Yeah, he violated the first rule of gun safety. The DA is saying that never point a firearm loaded or not. You're at sure. another person. That's the George Clooney yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I always check the gun. Yeah. You I all... get handed a gun, I just check it. Yep, exactly. So anyway, yeah. Um, so Alec Baldwin this morning decides to have Decides between he and his wife, let's take a picture of me with oh. all uh, all seven of my children piled on me like, you know, kids will do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was the photo that they posted today, knowing these charges were going to happen and stuff. He just but doesn't it's, know when to be quiet. Who's his PR guy or girl? Who he, is in charge of this man? He doesn't listen to them if he does have one. If, if he, he does. Even has one. If, exactly. Now, the DA said that Baldwin has been in forty, at least 40 films where guns were an integral part of it, so he should have known all of these protocols. And for him to plead any type of ignorance is just beyond insanity. And as the producer, EVP of the producer, yep. he would have overruled the budget. I know we yeah. can't have two armors. Yep. Let's get the cheap girl who who cares if she's oh. never done a movie before? Her Black. father, I believe, was very. Um, oh, he's a, he's like the best known armor in the business, but she she's never not worked certified. on a movie. No. Yeah, she's not uh, as the Lead. sole armor. Yeah. Maybe if her dad was there assisting the entire time, whole different story. And don't forget, like twelve crew members walk off the morning of the shooting because in the previous two or three days there had been. Incidents. Incidents with guns fired. Yeah, and randomly where fired. they were put up and, they, oh. and it, there yeah. was a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, my gosh. Yeah, this is this one is far from over. Like I said, they're both, Hannah and Alec, are facing up to five years. But just convicted. think, if he hadn't done those interviews and hadn't said that, you mm-hmm. know, he could have just 
did mean it was a terrible, awful accident. But then he has all these responsibilities for money making things that which affected the safety. And then he lies on the camera. I never, ever, George, I kept going like this, like my finger was near. He went into so much detail. Yeah, he was stupid. <sighs> yeah, the ego, de- ego, ego. This oh. is one last part. Right, tell he us, he said that he relied. Alec, he being Alec, relied on the assistant director for this whole gun situation and who had no authority to clear the weapon for you. So he had apparently said that in his interview, like he's trying to pass the blame on to other people. And in doing so, he created more, like you said, just damning evidence against mm-hmm. himself. Crazy. It's just a wow. it's a crazy, crazy story. We shall see where that one goes in time here. But let's take a minute to honor the Jonas Brothers. They were honored on Monday. They Hi. received their Hollywood Walk of Fame. I like this. This it is was, great. It was fun seeing all their wives there and their kids. Yeah, yeah. they all were together and they also gave us some really exciting news. They, what is that? They are going to be coming out with a new album on May 5th. So we are going to get a little Jonas Brothers in our life here coming up sometime this spring. So Hollywood star and a new album from the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. I, I, I like them. Last I love we, the, I like them. Songs. I want to yeah. go see them in concert, but I don't uh-huh. want to pay. What is yeah, this? Right, right. I, that's an honest to God statement. Right. I just spoke the truth so hardcore. You need to get into like streaming concerts where you can just like hang out at your house. And oh, go. no, I don't. I like going to concerts. I just want them to be over by 10 o'clock. I, I do. And maybe, <laughs> and start and maybe at, at a very low price. All right. Should we go down the Josh Dumel Road and Catherine Heigl or should we go down Nickelodeon's Kid Choice Awards? I being would enough? rather have Catherine Heigl and Josh Dumel. Okay. All right. Well, Josh. They were in a movie together. Yes. They were in a couple movies together. Yeah, they in, were? Yes. yes. They were Life as We Know It in 2010, yep. and in 2011, they were in New Year's Eve. I never so, saw either. Well, yeah. New Year's Eve was a crap, but Life as We Know It, they were neighbors. Okay, yes. okay. Yes. So he was on the Chicks in the Office Barstool Sports Podcast, and he was talking about his experience with her because he, she has gotten on this unfortunate reputation as being hard to work with, complaining, yada, yada, all the mm-hmm. words that you would put on a poor woman for no reason but he basically said that she's awesome she's great you know from their work why was he being asked about her he's just to impress for shotgun wedding right and and he Mm. worked with her yeah and there's just been a a little weird to bring it up yeah yeah, it is weird to bring up but i think that there's been some just speculation about her lately not we even heard about her well firefly lane was not renewed and that was Uh, she was just in on netflix but we knew that was happening and then someone else spoke out about her it just must have been some related thing yeah there was something else which her an interview of hers i saw from a late night show was being sent around with something she had said but he says yeah something snooty yeah something snooty and then that was kind of i think how this whole thing got brought Mm -hmm. up but he just basically said that she may have been mischaracterized due to a few isolated incidents but he loves her adores her and thinks that this is complete nonsense so i love that yeah you know i mean josh is kind of like one of us you know mm-hmm. even though he's a north he's a north dakota guy right north dakota, yes. South dakota. Yeah. he wants to keep working now he's got a younger wife who's gonna you know need expect, some money you know zaddy they, daddy to get working and i bet he has more kids because he's got the one axel oh yeah with he's Fergie, going right? with a 29 yeah. year old you bet he's gonna yeah. be a dad again mm-hmm. all right thanks grant yeah, what's happening on the road I'm so glad I read this last week before we went to the Beverly Hills Adventure Joint. Well, the Journal of Neurotrauma. Yes. It's something I have to gird my loins for to be able to skim that (laughs) journal. Just neurotrauma. Just there's a lot there. There is a lot there. Well, the study that I see from the United Kingdom, I thought, duh. They could have just talked to Giselle Bunchen about this. <laughs> they have found that a third concussion 
is basically the final strike for healthy brain functioning. Yeah. That doesn't surprise Third, me at all. Julia. Tom has had like uh, 32 with his mistress called football. Yeah. I don't know that he's had that many. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's, you, you count him from when he's a kid. That's the thing is so many of them in the beginning of this, because this CTE that yeah. has come from concussions yes. has mm-hmm. been studied so much in the last, I would say, 10 years. Yes. Mm-hmm. But as we know, he started in 2001. All those years prior, a right. lot of this stuff, you know, Listen to the, wasn't listen documented. To my study, the Journal of Psychology. I mean, they could have well, just this- asked Giselle because she put it down like she gave him, you know, 27. Yeah. She was really being generous. Yeah. So they followed 15,000 guys. Okay. Between the ages of 50 and 90. And they had to uh, report the severity and frequency of the concussions that they had. And they did this in the UK because remember, they play rugby. Yeah, they do. In soccer, you get concussions. Very, very. uh, Headers, yep. 15,000 people, 50 to 90, and they do it over 10 years. The people who reported three episodes of even mild concussions. In their lives, had significantly worse uh, attention and ability to complete uh, tasks. Those who had four or more mild ones, also their processing speed and their memory. So um, every concussion, the impact gets worse. Yes. So Giselle, when she was ready to divorce Tom like five years ago... She, you know, let's see how many concussions she's had. She's very into, you know, I think science as well as some of her woo-woo stuff. And she realized that she had the chance, basically, of by the time he wanted to be, you know, in the rocking chair with right. her. That he was, he was going to be young? No, that he was going to, yeah, no, that he wasn't going to do that. And then by the time she got to those so-called rocking chair years, uh, the very real chance of him having dementia, Alzheimer's, oh, yeah. or a permanent bad mood were real, real high. You this, know, yeah, bad Grant, mood, Grant, okay, so talk to me about this really quick because I kind of did that Miami Dolphin quarterback that had the... Tua Tungvalua, yeah. Yeah, did he come back? Is he going to come back? Uh, no, well, right now it's up in the air. That We were just talking about that actually in our last break. If he has a wife or if he has a, someone in their I would family... Never. Well, I mean, you guys saw the It'd second one that... The, the second, one, the second like, one he took yeah. this year, he like started convulsing. I mean, it's yeah. been real bad for him. And I hope as a fan, he doesn't come back. Yeah. But the problem with all this, and we don't need to get too far for the answer to academic, is money. Yep. The NFL does not take care of their athletes after right. the fact. They don't. That's he, why they have that's right. he hasn't had his big contract yet. So my oh. worry is, is he's going to try to play. But the biggest thing of all of this, and I was a wrestling coach and I had to do oh, this right. with my kids. This goes down to kids now, not just adults, not these NFL guys. That's what Lori was getting at. This is what I'm, the the Journal of Neurotrauma, what they are getting at with this study is that robust guidelines need to be put in place for all these sports, wrestling, boxing, rugby, soccer, football, at an early age, that all of this to reduce the risk of head injury or you're not going to have kids playing we, any of we these We had sports. concussion protocol when my kids yeah. were in high school. But it wasn't. That would not be considered robust by today's standards. Yeah. The, okay, but... Because there's too much pressure but it was to get introduced. the person back out of the field. It was right with your kids. About yes. your kids' My kids, it was era. introduced. Yeah. Mine, it was they not. They had to go through concussion stuff yeah. pre... Mine, was you, mine yeah. was you looked at the coach. He looked at you. Can you stand up? Are you good? 
hit yeah. you in the helmet, you go back in. Yeah. That's how it was for me. And I'm but only 38 like, years old. Yeah. They're like, it's only three mild ones. Yeah. So that's, I like that they're starting this at the young level. That's where, I mean, obviously all levels, but I like that you brought that up, that this needs to start with kids. It's, but the third concussion is the point of no return. So Giselle is very happy that she got out because Thomas had so many. Right yeah. now she's doing a photo shoot in Miami. She's going to be the cover girl of Vanity Fair, either April for Earth Day or maybe maybe summer issue. But she is going to talk about her D-I-V-O-R-C-E. And I saw her in her new Louis Vuitton ad where she's posing topless with the purse. She looks amazing. She looks but great. Anyway, she is going to break her silence on Tom Brady. And Does it say that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that's something exciting. Yes. Yes. You know? Okay. So. Um, Good one on that. Thank you. Here's the, uh, this, this study of Dumb made me laugh. Entrepreneurs are often feverish workaholics. So what's their secret to avoiding burnout? Um, making a ton of money. <laughs> so they have people doing all the other stuff that they don't have time to do. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, okay, this seems like kind of uh, whatever. Whenever anybody tells me, tells me I'm an entrepreneur, I'm like, oh, so you don't like working a regular nine to five and you don't want someone telling you what to do. Basically. Yeah, this was from the <laughs> Journal of Business Venturing, but but they did find out that people, entrepreneurs versus regular employees, they do work a lot, and they of don't course. get burnout because they're probably their really passion. like what they do. It's their yeah. passion. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, all right. We could have told them that study and saved them an awful lot of yeah. time. No one called. With no, no one called. called. <laughs> no one called. No one called, and that's why regular workers, uh, we feel burnt out about three days a week, all the regular people between work <laughs> and chores and errands and appointments and things that you have to do. Um, there's just enough hours in the day. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Anyway. Agreed. Multiple burnout doesn't just happen on one day. It can happen over the week. Like, Julie and I were having burnout yesterday at the airport, thinking about our week ahead. We Before both had so we much were going in here. I'm I like, know. oh my God, we're having Monday morning burnout. It hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. I was having burnout for you, just thinking about you guys yeah. flying yeah. yesterday yeah. morning. Yeah, no, oh, you guys are animals. Financial responsibilities, chores, this or that. It's and a busy so it, week. And it's like, okay, well, anybody could have, they could have asked anybody anywhere that question. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Right. But I'm, okay, fine, you know, I'm. Happy that they, you know, are giving people money. You know, that concussion one is kind of scary. That it number's is. really high. It's that, very, very high low, very because low. they yeah, downplayed yeah. concussions, Definitely. what it does. And I will just say that, you know, like Casey, when he hit his head on that truck and he didn't have a helmet on, he'd had concussions from playing a football, mm-hmm. from playing football, but he stopped by high school. Oh. But he also was in the army, and I'm sure he yeah. got his bell rung, absolutely, and everything else. But that hit on his head, and he did have a concussion, but it was so down the list of whatever else that he had. But I mean, he was remarkably different. Yes, that he is... was not the same right. man. He he it took a, it took therapy. He did become Rain Man when it comes to movies. He's like a savant and movies and stuff. Yeah. But it really changed his personality. Yeah, yeah it, it causes severe depression. You know, it it, it really it, the CTE side of 
effects from concussions yeah. have, as as you guys know, I mean, it... it, it and so, yeah, he's kind of like, he does all kinds of things, like, to try, because he knows, like, that, that had funking. He's, he does a lot of work did. to stay balanced and stay zen and stay in the moment, and yeah. yeah I mean, he, 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 he had his head hit a truck at 30 miles an yeah, hour. That's, that's unbelievable. Does, that, you know, that's a concussion yeah. that luckily didn't make him... That's like five concussions, I feel like. Yes, exactly. Wow. And so, they... Yeah, there's kind of been hiding, so I'm, I'm grateful to the Journal of Neurotrauma, Julia, that I didn't just throw it away because normally, I'm very intimidated reading that book. I don't understand all the ten and twelve letter words. No, you're right, parents listening out there, watch your kids if they get their bell rung, always talk to them. Don't let them tell you they're okay. I'm serious. As yeah, a former coach, don't. Yeah. All right. Let's thank we gotta you. Go. We'll be all right. Everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX with seven locations in the metro area. Also, you have the ability to Zoom if you're just geographically or your schedule-wise doesn't work out. But they've been making the difference with kids learning how to love learning, learning to get their confidence back. But you have to start with the test because if you don't know what is going on, what is keeping your kid unmotivated why can't they turn in their homework why is reading so hard why do we got to fight about maybe it's the same fight over and over but you got to find out why there is a test there totally is a test it's a it's a little over an hour and it's a woodcock johnson test that's nationally recognized and when you call up they're one of the seven locations to make an appointment and mention Lori and Julia. The, ch- the assessment's just, it's 50% off, which is a great deal. Call them today, 952-949-6900. Anyway, and then the original, you know, girl, the little eight-year-old girl who played Wednesday so memorably uh, in the Adams Family TV show that was only on for two years, she died mm-hmm. Monday and when we left LA. She was like 60 what? 64. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and she, I didn't realize that the little Wednesday and that. Lisa Loring? Is that yeah, Lisa Loring, that she did a Wednesday dance in the Adams family. Oh. Yeah, she did. I saw it. Yeah, she did. Yeah, That's she where really it kind of came from. She was my favorite. Like, just, I remember sometimes watching that show and I just loved her and I loved Cousin It. I love oh. And I loved Morticia. I love Cousin My sisters and I would like pretend to kiss on each other's arms. God, of me. We really were obsessed with kissing and all things. Plain Rome- doctor. Yes. Yeah. Julia, so many so things. So you guys were into the TV show generation of Adam's Family, I'm guessing? Yeah. Well, it was on yeah. for two it years, was like in the late 60s. 60s. So, yeah, so, I grew, so my, we since kidding. my parents were into that... They took me to the movies in the 90s. Yes. Oh, and that's, okay. I mean, I, I never saw one of those movies. Oh. Christina Ricci. That's why I was so great that yeah. she was in Wednesday. Yeah, those were classics. So that's my experience of the old Adams family. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, I, Grant, you told us to watch um, Shrinking. Shrinking. Yes. We took which I advice. told everyone to watch last week, mm-hmm. which you probably read about two years ago. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I I'm just kidding. The, I did, order, did watch the order of how we find things around mm-hmm. here. But I, I, that is a good show. It's on Apple Plus. I love Harrison Ford. I love <laughs> Jason Segel. It's got an I've old. I've seen Harrison Ford without his shirt on. I just thought he looked, episode. I thought in whoever the other therapist is, she's hysterical. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Uh, what is her name? I, um, I don't know, but she was funny. It was good. I, it's it was really good. I liked it. easy. 
It's mm-hmm. easy. It's fun, and yeah. if you you know you just you kind of live through. I don't his watch stri- too many light shows like that, though. I like it. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a funny, but yet kind of heavy at times. Yeah. It can be heavy, but it always has a light. Yeah, fulfillment to it. He is, it Jason it, Siegel has an interesting love life and an interesting career because he explodes with forgetting Sarah Marshall. That was such a huge hit. How right? I Met Your Mother. He, yeah. How I Met Your Mother. I mean, he really he dates Linda Cardellini. They're together for like eight years. Then he's like with Michelle Williams, and then we don't see him on screen. For, but he's always like working. And then he was in love with the woman at he, the ice cream shop. Yes. So he went from a big kind of one of the funny guys yeah. to a very serious yeah, guy so like in and that actually happened in his transition from how i met your mother because even in the last season of how i met your mother he actually did not want to be a part of it oh, he because didn't. he didn't want to be typecast as mm-hmm. this because he was in 40 year old virgin not 40 what? year old virgin um leaving sarah marshall le- leaving sarah marshall but also in like that whole crew of the 40 he was in 40 year old virgin yes he was yeah. in 40 not 40 year old virgin um the whatever i'm forgetting it but he may at that point in time is when he wanted to walk away from the show because he wanted to get more serious and writing things and have a little bit more of a yeah. not just a comedic role and this was this is a real big jump i was into dying that. laughing at him running when he was <laughs> running with that guy oh. to his daughter's soccer game yeah. i'm like Up that is an ungainly run that <laughs> it was, is what i look like you when do. I run. he looks that that would look genuine it, it genuinely looks like he can he's six four you know so yep. Possibly, you know, those big gunboats of his don't move fast. Yes. They get in the way, they bend over as you're running forward. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, I like, I like yeah. that a lot. So and then, he was big. And Michael for- Urie. Oh yeah! Oh, oh nice to we see loved him. him we Betty. loved him. Yeah. Freaks and Geeks. You guys remember him in Freaks yes. and Geeks? And then the other one I was thinking of was Knocked Up. Yes, he oh, had that very yes. you know stoner, yes. chill, five year engagement, mm-hmm. same yes. thing. You know, but now he's gotten a, a little different. Yes, yeah. he has. Did we already talk about this? Uh, no, we're gonna no. deal with it tomorrow. No, the Andrea Riseboro. If you want to know, um, the Academy. They're not going to rescind her nomination for the movie uh, But Leslie, Andrea Riseborough, but they'll update the rules. And basically, Mary McCormick, who's the actress, her husband directed this movie about Leslie or whatever it's called. And it's a, you know, this Andrea Riseborough gets ugly, plays this trailer trash, quote unquote, type of person, wins the lottery. Everybody hates her. Nobody saw the damn movie. But apparently one of the rules in the Academy for your consideration, you are not to name drop someone else in, in all. Oh, the I didn't know that. I never knew that. Screen parties or shout out, uh, oh, you know, like in the screener, as good as Kate Blanchett. If you loved Kate Blanchett and Tar, you must see Love Leslie or whatever oh, had to have this movie is. And then Kate Blanchett shouts out yes, herself, Andrea Riseborough. All kinds of people are having parties. Well, someone's paying for all this. This is really not any different. But you are not supposed to mention another person by name when you're encouraging someone to see someone else's film. Wow. And you are not to bother them more than once with an encouragement. Hmm. And apparently, Gwyneth Paltrow, surprise, surprise, um, who were some of the other actresses? Well, Mary McCormick was bugging every person she knew in Hollywood. Um, Kate Blanchett, name checked her, Francis Fisher. Like, apparently, they like called all kinds of people. But that's so wrong. So, what? So, uh, the well, they're gonna Next now year. because they're gonna blame it on social media, sure, and all of that. Um, 
that you can't do that. But you were not supposed to say hmm. someone, so and so is. Here's the thing: the academy they don't want people talking about the fact that this little underground thing where people were name checking her on social media and stuff wiped out all the work that Viola King and Danielle Deadweiler's team were doing for Till and the Woman King. Both movies that people really yeah. loved, loved and that yeah, no yeah. one was ju- yes. ju- driving deal. their names right. around. So right. they the don't want to have, you know, Oscars. Oh, look at that. We yeah. did this at the expense of uh, another white woman getting ugly and we're depriving two really good female women who are black. Mm-hmm. And so they're running to push this under the rug and wrap it up nice and tight. But that's the rule that, and that was broken. Jeez. Yeah. yeah and people would say that. Oh, yes. Andrea is, uh, Les, Andrea Riceboro, every good is Kate Blanchett and Tara and so blah, blah, blah. Wow. Okay. So here's the deal. If you so she'll keep uh, her like, nomination. Yes. Okay. So. If you're like us and watch an absorbent amount of television tonight, <laughs> yeah. Pamela Love Stories on Netflix. Yes. Um, you can watch that. Um, Grant, are you watching it tonight? I think I might. I'm going to okay. see if Lily wants to sit down. Check it out. Why not? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fox Accused, which you turned us on to last mm-hmm. week. It's only its Excellent. third episode, and yep. that's on. That's a great show. Yes, it is. La Brea's back on ABC, renewed Ooh. for a third season. Heck yeah. Uh, Heck yes. And Night Court. Nice. Oh, so you got some options. I know people who like that show. Yes. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. Everyone have a great night. And tomorrow, Lori, you're going to be on with Jason, Alexis, and Co. doing our My Talkies at 8 a.m. Let's see if I can figure out all the technical. Job done. Off you go.